Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. We're going to answer the one big question I had. Well, I had it a few days ago about SBF Sam Bankman Freed, the biggest uh, fraudster, the biggest con artist in American history. Uh, you looked at him and you wondered how did one million people, more than a million people, give him their money, trust him? How did he get billions of dollars in investments from people, which he uh, subsequently stole. Well, uh, I think I know why. I think I know how they, they were lied to by the media and celebrities, including Tom Brady. And uh, today or yesterday, we found out uh, some people, some of the victims are suing Tom Brady and Steph Curry and other celebrities who endorsed the SBF scam. I want to know when people are going to start suing the media. This is a massive scandal. And the reason, at least one of the main reasons people trusted this snake is because of the coverage he got in the media. How did he get that coverage? We will tell you. We will explain to you this disgusting, dirty, filthy arrangement deal he had with the media and with the celebrities and how it's all coming to a head. And we'll, we'll try to guess how much time SBF will spend in prison. I mean, he was just trying to cure a pandemic. He was trying to stop global warming. He was just trying to be a good altruist. God, this is incredible. We, will get, we got the late, all the latest. We have the exchange with a reporter, who, a, a, a text exchange with a reporter, not Dave Portnoy, but uh, a Vox reporter that will just blow your mind. It's, it's unbelievable. Also, uh, we, have the, we have an update on the uh, noose scandal. A noose was find, found at the construction site of, uh, of the palace that they're building in Chicago, a, 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 a shrine to Barack Obama. The construction has been halted because someone found a piece of rope with a loop in it. Uh, and uh, they're offering a reward to find out who put that piece of rope there. They haven't found the guy yet. They probably never will. But it's just hard to believe that there may have been a race hoax in Chicago. When have you ever heard that one before? Joe Biden gets really creepy. He woke up from his nap. He, he was feeling better. He was feeling good enough to go out and uh, feel the biceps of a Russian guy while in Indonesia. Really creepy, even by Joe Biden's standards. Uh, Ed Markey is determined to go after Elon Musk because, you know, that's the big scandal going on right now in America. Elon Musk allowing people uh, on Twitter who, uh, who, who just might criticize Ed Markey and we can't have that. Uh, we have our NFL picks and a weather update. It's going to a, be a wild few days uh, in, in parts of the U.S. I think, I'm, I think it's time for me to move to the Bahamas. 
you know, are there any like $40 million penthouses available for sale in the Bahamas? I think I might have to check that out. We will uh, get into that and lots more on today's Callahan Show, brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Well, the holidays are right around the corner, but until then, let's enjoy this fall air, and that means fall grilling with cookouts, tailgate parties, and so much more. Luckily, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall with their mouth-watering assortment of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort foods that are ready in a flash. Now is the perfect time to load up on all this incredible flavor and take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their friends and family sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Jerry at checkout to get an extra 30% off your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and stock up today. I got my, I got my assortment. I love these burgers. I'm a burger expert and these are the best burgers. Omaha steaks. They're not just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed and best burger too. And don't forget to score that extra $30 off your order when you use code word Jerry. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights. You won't come close to getting this kind of quality at the grocery store. Visit omahasteaks.com. Promo code Jerry at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Uh, I think I have this right. I was just watching the uh, morning news flipping around. Uh, my girl Janice Dean. My favorite uh, weather person, not a big weather guy. I generally don't stick around for the weather report, but uh, she just said, <laughs> and I heard, if I heard it correctly, some, uh, what do they call them, models, some forecasts are showing six feet of snow in Buffalo. <laughs> six feet of snow. Um, I, I always ask, why the hell do I live here? And it's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a good answer uh, as it's gotten pretty damn cold in New England, but at least we're not getting six feet of snow. The Bills are scheduled to play a home game and they're talking about moving it to, uh, to Detroit or I don't know, Toronto or somewhere else. Because even the NFL, I mean, it'd be great, great TV to see Josh Allen and the Bills out there. They're hosting Cleveland, I believe. We're going to get to our NFL picks today. Ironhead's on a roll. He went 500 last week for the first time all year. Um, I'm not sure if we're picking that game, but uh, I'll be watching that game. Imagine that. I can't even picture. It was six feet of snow. We, have the, we had the famous blizzard of 78 when I was... Uh, a kid working at a gas station. I loved it because we didn't have any business. There were no cars on the road, uh, but it was uh, a scary time. People were, uh, I think people died trying, you know, uh, getting on, on route 128 stuck in their cars. Uh, that wasn't six feet of snow. This is, this is more, this is unbelievable. Uh, but we'll be sitting back watching it. Unfortunately, We'll be freezing our asses off like much of the North, the Northeast, the Midwest, the, 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 the frozen tundra. The Packers are playing at home. It's going to be really, really cold. We can get to that, but we'll be watching from afar. We'll be praying for our friends in Buffalo and uh, that whole Western New York region that is just going to get buried. Uh, but let's get to the, uh, I feel comfortable saying the biggest financial scandal ever. And initially, see, see this, this takes work. Here's why a lot of people aren't upset and I don't blame them. Um, people, you know, like Ironhead, simple people out there that they, they, they don't really upset about this. 
because they don't understand it. I, I didn't understand it initially, and I still there's still a lot about it, a lot to it that I don't understand, but I feel like the picture is coming into focus. And the reason, I mean, it's the, the numbers, this scumbag, Sam Bankman-Fried, the, a, a devoted Democrat, a, a, a friend of Joe Biden, a friend of the, uh, all the, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, a friend of the New York Times, a friend of the Washington Post, a guy who ingratiated himself to all the right people. And, and in return, they helped him propagate the myth that he was some kind of altruist and he was, uh, he was brilliant and he was compassionate and caring and charitable. They did this. It's not just him and his little merry band of freaks that lived in that uh, penthouse. Ten of them lived in that penthouse in uh, the Bahamas. I have some, some, uh, some information, some facts about this scumbag and the way the media covered him. That just will blow your mind. It blew my mind reading about this last night. Did you know this guy who wears a t-shirt, like a dirty t-shirt and, and, uh, uh, you know, white ankle socks and uh, gym shorts. Do you know he bought $74 million worth of real estate in the Bahamas, including the penthouse he lives in, which costs $40 million. You wouldn't know that if you watched, you know, CNBC, because they want you to believe he's just a modest man. He lived like a monk, simple man, didn't dress up, didn't cut his hair or, you know, uh, Ward's clothes he bought at friggin' Walmart. They, that is the that is the image they wanted you to believe, and for a good reason because they were all. I don't want to say they were all in it together. I don't think anybody knew the extent to which he was uh, stealing from people, but they were all in it together when it came to when it came to the point of crafting an image of this genius of this young eccentric genius. They loved him. And there are two main reasons they loved him. One, again, they were fellow travelers. They were, they were all good liberals. And they loved the idea of a good liberal devoted to solving, stopping climate change and curing the next pandemic, making all this money and, and, and changing the industry. They loved that they were rooting for him. That, that's, uh, that's one reason. The other reason was he was literally bankrolling their team. He was bankrolling Democrats. He was the second biggest donor in the last election cycle behind the, the evil George Soros. He gave $10 million to the sitting president. That alone should be front page news. That, that alone should be the lead of every story. The biggest financial thief, fraudster, con man in history was in the White House last month and donated $10 million to Joe Biden last year. That, that, that's, uh, if, if that is not in the lead, then you know the story you're reading, the article you're reading is not journalism. It's not honest. It's not accurate. It's just another PR piece. And there's been a lot of those. We told you about the New York Times piece over uh, a couple of days ago, which was incredible. 2,200 words, none of which was fraudster, crook, stealing, Biden, Democrats, none of it. They didn't even mention that he was one of Biden's biggest benefactors. Didn't think it, didn't care because, again, they're rooting for him. They're going, right now, it's all unfolding. 
and they're still in his corner. They're still helping, supporting the biggest thief, the biggest crook, the biggest fraudster in, in U.S. Finance, financial history. He dwarfs Bernie Madoff. And I, I've said, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again. Bernie Madoff got 150 years and died in prison, and nobody felt bad for Bernie Madoff. This guy stole much, much more. There were many, many more victims of SBF than there were of Bernie Madoff. Madoff got 150 years. That's a, that's where you start with SBF if there were really going to be any justice. I could just predict. I will tell you right now, there will not be. I'll make another prediction. Uh, we've talked. We've talked about the QAnon shaman many times. The, uh, the the lunatic who stormed, who trespassed at the Capitol. Uh, Jacob Chansley. He's the one with the Viking horns and the painted chest and the and just a, you know, not a very stable guy, but didn't hurt anybody. Didn't punch anyone, kick anyone, break anything. Just walked to the Capitol howling like a moon, howling to the moon. He got, uh, he got four years. He spent, uh, I believe it was a year and a half in solitary confinement. Again, stole nothing, broke nothing, assaulted nobody. You are going to see this guy, SPF, walk away with less time, less less punishment than Jacob Chansley or most of the January 6th defendants. They're going to do, many, most of whom were not violent. They will end up doing more time than the biggest crook in U.S. financial history. The, the worst fraudster in history. A guy who is, again, Enron. You want to talk about Enron? J- Jeffrey Skilling, the the the, the architect of the Enron scandal got 24 years. I think he got out in, I don't know what it was, eight or 10. He got, he got a hard time. He will do, uh, SPF will not do anywhere near that. And it's all part of the scandal. The reason SPF is going to get off easy, the reason that none of these media outlets are telling the truth about him, he was paying them. He was paying there is a story you must read uh, or look at. I tweeted it out. Uh, lots of people have uh, tweeted about it, written about it in uh, Vox. Vox is an alleged media outlet. It's just another left-wing website. Um, he has a, <laughs> this. This is good if you're watching along. Uh, this is this is priceless. Um, there is a picture of SBF, and he looks exactly like this other guy on the screen right next to him. That is a young Bernie Madoff. He looks like he's another Bernie Madoff. I don't remember. I mean, I'm old enough to remember the Madoff scandal. I remember them interviewing people, widows, old and you know, widows in Florida who gave him their life savings and lost it all. He stole $18 billion from clients and customers. They recouped 14 billion of it, more than 14 billion of it. Um, and which is good, but I remember the stories of the victims. When are we going to hear the same stories? He stole from the, I think it was the Buffalo teachers union, one of the biggest clients, customers of SBF. And he stole from them. When are we going to hear from all those teachers who lost their pensions? You think the media is going to be looking for old widows who invested in, uh, T, uh, whatever it's T, I keep getting my T's screwed up. T F T X. And are we going to hear from the old widows who lost it all from FTX? Back to Vox. This this was this is an, an unbelievable story. It's not, you know, it is in some ways. It's just as amazing as the New York Times puff piece. 
but they include a long text exchange with the um, with the reporter and the scumbag SPF, and they talk about his the the thing the strategy he 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 pursued where he created this image that he was an altruist, that he was trying to save the world. He was trying to save struggling companies. That's one invested in him. And he wasn't all that careful. And he was donating to politicians because, you know, they were trying to solve uh, climate change. And he was vowing to donate a billion dollars to charity next year. And then, and, and there's this video, which he made talking about him and what he's doing. And, and he said he was going to, solve climate change and stop the next pandemic. And the Washington post has a story. I didn't read it. It's behind a paywall, but Philip Zucker, one of the, one of these hacks at the Washington post, he tweets it out. And the headline is the, the, uh, the bankruptcy of F FTX will stop him from solving the next pandemic. So the Washington post wants you to think there's a real downside to this. The biggest fraudster in us history will no longer be able to pursue his goal of stopping the next pandemic or stopping global warming. These people are so d disgusting and dishonest and duplicitous. So he tweets, uh, um, he texts with this Vox reporter. Let me get, it's a, I believe it's a woman. Uh, and uh, she writes, you were really good at talking about ethics for someone who kind of saw it all as a game of winners and losers. I guess that's her way of saying, you know, you're full of it. You're talking about F everything's at all. And he writes, yeah, he, he, I had to be. It's what reputations are made of. I feel bad for those who get fucked by it, by this dumb game. We woke Westerners play where we say all the right I don't know this word, Shiobolas, it's a Jewish word. And so everyone likes us. He admits it's a dumb game he plays as a woke Westerner. He admits it. And I don't think he thought necessarily this was going to be included in the story. Another, essentially a, a spin job, a PR job. And what's, um? let me get the, the, the title. When you look at this story, you say, why is this woke? Why is this reporter, Kelsey Piper? Kelsey Piper, that's the name. I guess it's a girl, who knows? But it's a, talk about a young woke, woke, oh, Kelsey Piper. Um, and you say, why is she sympathetic to this guy? Then we find out disclosure this August. Yeah, go ahead, pronounce that word for me, Ironhead. Um, Shebalath. It gets you, it gives you the uh, pronunciation right there. I believe it's shy, shybeleth. Shybeleth. It's, uh, read the definition for me. Go ahead. A custom, principle, or belief distinguishing a particular class or group of people, especially a long standing one, regarded as uh, outmoded or no longer important. It's a good point by Frez on the comment line. Alex Jones is ordered to play a billion dollars. Uh, and for saying things, defaming, uh, saying slanderous, whatever, hurtful things. Um, anything more hurtful than taking, you know, some old widow's life savings and pissing it away? I tell you what's more hurtful, watching the media spin for this scumbag. Uh, again, if he had donated to Trump, you know, 
if he had donated it to, I don't know, Breitbart, you think he'd be getting this kind of coverage? This is again, why I'm, I'm, I've become obsessed by this because it, again, it illuminates the utter corruption of the mainstream media back to Vox, which I guess is a mainstream left-wing outlet, a, a, you know, a, a Democrat website, a media outlet. Disclosure, this August, that would be, what, three months ago? One, two, three months ago. Uh, Bangman Freed's philanthropic family foundation. <laughs> Building a Stronger Future awarded Vox's Future Perfect a grant for a 2000 and 2023 reporting project. He gave money to Vox through his family foundation, philanthropic. Yeah, philanthropic is giving money to media outlets that subsequently write positive pieces about you. That's what kind of philanthropist Sam Bankman Freed. By the way, his parents are scumbags too. His parents are in on this. They're, they're lawyers. They stand for professors and they're in it up to their eyeballs. You have to understand this is integral. This is, this is uh, a, a, a vital piece of the scandal. You get the media to write puff pieces. You get celebrities to endorse you. You get the, 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 the widow in, in, in Buffalo to invest or the pension fund or, or even if it's just some guy who's, you know, some crypto guy, if it's, I don't know, Matt Carano, who's, who's looking for to invest in crypto. Why, if he does his due diligence, he reads Vox, he reads the New York Times, he listens to all these celebrities, he watches CNBC, and we'll get to that. And he says, you know, crypto seems kind of risky, but I like this guy. Look at the coverage. Look at all the good he does. Look at all the philanthropic things he does. He's trying to solve uh, the next pandemic. He's, he's, he's trying to help struggling companies. He, he's, he doesn't spend anything on clothes. You know, he sleeps on a beanbag chair. He crafted this image and he certainly didn't do it alone. He needed the media to do it for him. So how did he get mainstream outlets like the New York Times and Vox to, uh, to do his bidding? He paid him off. Why didn't Bernie Madoff think of this? You know, why didn't Alex Jones think of this? Give money to Vox and the New York Times. We'll get to that too. Don't let me forget the New York Times thing because you think this Vox thing is a scandal. The New York Times is just a shameless organ for these corrupt Democrats. That's what this guy is. And that's one end, right? One end is take care of the media takes care of you, helps you create this image. The other end is regulation. How do you fend off the wolves, the, the regulators. How about this? You pay them off. You pay the president. You pay all the Democrats. You give money to the DNC, like like hundreds of millions. He had lunch with the head of the, uh, this Gary Gensler, head of the SEC. He had lunch with the president. You think those people are going to be calling for his head on a chopping block? Just the opposite. He's in trouble now. And I guarantee you, mom and dad, you know, his lawyers, his, his, his henchmen are going to be calling all their friends. Liz Warren is, was giving praise to his father as being, you know, a great activist, legal activist for all these left-wing causes. He's on the phone right now with Liz Warren. 
saying, my boy's in trouble. You know, can you help him out? Can you, whatever. They're all going to be circling the wagons. The guy who stole more than Madoff, more than Enron combined, isn't, I'm going to predict right now, will do uh, much less time than Jacob Chansley. He'll do no time. Madoff did 100, was sentenced to 150 years and died in prison. That's what he deserves, this guy. That's what he deserves. He will never get it because he played the game. He took care of politicians. He took care of the media. And you know what else he did? He helped Ukraine. <laughs> There's a, um, there was a link on their website to donate your crypto to the Ukraine war effort. And you're saying, well, that's nice. You know, they, we're all in on Ukraine. Well, there's a reason he was helping Ukraine. Ukraine was sending him millions. They were investing in uh, uh, FTX and, and Sam Bankman fried They were sending him millions. He was turning around and giving it to Democrats. And what do the Democrats do? turned around and sent billions to Ukraine. This is the greatest con man is the greatest money launderer in history. And it's a shame. We're not going to have most of the media pursuing this because they're compromised. (sighs) Let's get to the New York times. They, we we remember the puff piece from a few days ago. Again, 2,200 words, no mention of the word Democrat or Biden or anything. No mention of the word fraud, crook, criminal, nothing. The whole thing was how he was, you know, stretched too too far, too much, and had too much on his plate. Oh, by the way, the reason he got in all this trouble, according to Vox, things just crept up on him. You know, life, uh, what's the quote? Life creeps up on you. That's what he said. <laughs> Life creeps up on you. He was stealing from all these other companies, customers' money, taking it, doubling down on, on bad investments. He lost it all. He was, the company was worth $32 billion at one point. It's worth nothing. It's bankrupt. And his excuse, uh, according to Vox, who was there to help, life just creeps up on you. Let's get to this New York Times thing from today. You're wondering why the Times was writing a puff piece the Times was taking his money too. The New York Times is in is compromised as well. They they have an event coming up. What are you doing on November 30th? That's 30 days from now, Ironhead. I mean 30, 13 days. That means uh it's a Wednesday. And Wednesday after Thanksgiving. You got anything going on? You got to spare three thousand dollars. Well, for three thousand dollars, you can attend a New York Times, what do they call it? A symposium. A seminar. Here are the guests. <laughs> a waste of time, I think, is what it's called. You know what? I, I used to hate conspiracy theorists. I hate Alex Jones. I hate, you know, all the, what was his name? Art Bell, the, the guy who did the radio show from Area 51. I just didn't have the tolerance for it. I'm going to go all in on some conspiracy theories. This is it, man. This, this, this pushed me over the edge. This is a New York Times event in 13 days. You can attend remotely for 3000 Imagine attending an event remotely for $3,000. I guess, you know, if you're stealing enough money from enough clients, you can afford it. But here's the event. Uh, in partnership with Accenture, uh, it says uh, the New York Times, in partnership with Accenture, is supposed to be hosting a live event with Sam Bankman-Fried uh, Vladimir Zelensky, Mark Zuckerberg, and Janet Yellen. They're all attending the same event remotely, and you can join them for $3,000. Uh, 
they're in business with this scumbag. And by the way, with Zelensky, I hope it's remotely because isn't he supposed to be fighting a war right now? Is he going to come to New York and attend? There's a guy who's been on, been attended the Oscars. You know, I think he was at the, you know, some other award show. He's hosted Ben Stiller and Sean Penn. And uh, I mean, one thing I do know is Zelensky. Quick question. Who's a bigger con man? Zelensky or Sam Bankman Fried? It's close. <laughs> well, the more successful con man would be uh, SBF, I think. But the more blatant well, he was, one, he was. Yeah. I mean, it's come crashing down. But the, so he's in business with Vox, with the New York Times, and I'm sure I, I I haven't got to the bottom of it yet, but I'm sure there's some ties to the Washington Post, who said the real shame of this bankruptcy is he can't take his money and stop the next pandemic. All these people are whores. They're just whores. New York Times, Vox, Washington Post, CNBC. I want to get to this too. Because the question I can't, I, I can't get away from is you got money to invest. You know, I've, I've invested. I have a financial guy and I have some mutual funds and you're always, you know, a little nervous, you know, writing the check or even whether it's a mutual fund or you're buying stock or whatever you're doing bonds. I can't imagine if you, if you told me I had whatever, a thousand dollars to invest, giving it to this creep. Crypto is one thing. Crypto makes me nervous. And for good reason. Now I understand I'm, I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand it and it seems risky. And now we see it is. Um, can you imagine watching and listening to this creep, to this crook in his dirty t-shirts and his big man boobs and his big little Debbie gut and his, you know, waddling around. He's, you know, he's asked, he's Aspergery. He's looking, can't look you in the eye. He's all twitchy. Can you imagine see, saying that's my guy? That's, and, and then if you do a little due diligence, you find out he's given you know, hundreds of millions to, to Democrat causes and the global warming. And you say, this guy makes me, how can you look at him and say, I trust him with my life savings. I, I, I again, I, I feel bad for people lost and all same with Madoff. <clears throat> There's a couple of common threads. One, they look alike and, and Madoff did the same thing with the fake virtue signaling, you know, I'm doing some good for the world. <clears throat> and the reason when people invested with Madoff and they got this huge return compared to their friends or compared to the, uh, whatever the, the Dow, they were, they felt good and they felt like they, they pulled one over on the world. Look at me. I got the great investor. I'm making much more than you are. Same with this scumbag. They thought they were doing great while he was, you know, getting, when he was on the cover of Forbes, the cover of fortune being, being, uh, honored by the New York times and Washington post. People are feeling good. They're saying my guy, he's my guy. Now they found out he stole it all. And they must be looking back saying, how did I fall for this? Well, again, part of it's the media, part of it's uh, the celebrities. We'll get to them, but I want to look uh, at this CNBC. Cause I kept hearing that the CNBC called him the JP Morgan of crypto and the Michael Jordan of crypto. And I said, really? It sounds like a little bit much, even for CNBC. I know they're a big liberal outlet, but this guy, uh, Andrew, what's his name? Sorkum, big star in the, you know, financial TV, financial media world. So they could do a piece 
you're again, you're that widow or just some guy, say you're a young guy, say you're just a dumb, whatever podcast producer and you got a Wait thousand a bucks and you're into crypto. I've told you a lot of podcast producers are into crypto me. and you're saying, where do I want to uh, invest my money with whom do I want to invest my money? And you're, think you're kind of into this, you're, you know, trying to kind of learn, trying to stay uh, informed and you put on CNBC and you say, Oh good. Uh, Sam Bankman freed. I hear, I saw him on the cover of fortune. I heard good things about him. He's his company. I, I just can't get over this. He started in 2019 <laughs> in three years. He managed to do all this. He went to, he started in the U.S., then he went to Hong Kong, then he went to the Bahamas. He had his 10 friends. They were having orgies and doing drugs. Shout out. By the way, when are we getting to the Me Too movement when he's like banging his employees in the office? I, I don't think... Uh, Judges, yeah, he seems to be into a boyish looking... <laughs> I guess um, you, you get a pass when the woman that you're uh, boinking your girlfriend there is just looks like some space alien or something. You're like, oh, those two belong together. She's, but. She deserves to be in jail too. So I don't even feel bad. Oh, God, that. God. Yeah. She blows. They both, they both should die in prison. That's what the, just like Madoff. Anyway, Dahmer. watch this. And then you'll understand why a million people, more than a million people invested in less than three years, invested in FTX. They, you know, they trusted CNBC. They trust, Hey, the Michael Jordan of crypto. How can you blame me for giving him my money? Go ahead, play this, and then we'll get. We're going to get to his answer, which goes forever and makes no sense, and we'll, we'll we'll cut it off there. But I just want to show the introduction to this sit-down interview that CNBC does in in the Bahamas, I believe. They went to went to him to do this interview and fawn over this crook. Go ahead. What's going on with Sam Bankman-Fried? In just the past five years, Sam Bankman-Fried went, went from buying his first Bitcoin to become a, becoming a multi-billionaire. The FTX founder is now worth an estimated $11 billion. He could have bought that Jordan jersey if he wanted to. His exchange is now worth $32 billion, and it brought in about a billion dollars in revenue just last year. CNBC's Kate Rooney has more on the CEO's rise to the top of the crypto industry. They call him the J.P. Morgan of crypto, right? Yeah, the Michael Jordan of crypto, if you will. <laughs> uh, Sam Bankman-Fried yeah. has really played a key role in the uh, crypto industries. Um, just the role in the industry this year in general, Andrew, he spent hundreds of millions of dollars to bail out struggling companies facing bankruptcy and liquidity issues, you name it. The CEO, though, lives a relatively understated life for a billionaire. He drives a Toyota Corolla <laughs> to FTX's offices in the Bahamas, he lives with 10 roommates and a golden doodle named Gopher. Sometimes sleeps under a, uh, his desk on a beanbag chair as well. I sat can down. You, can you pause this for a second before we get to him? In retrospect, this is friggin' nauseating. This is nauseating. He, he was living in a $40 million penthouse, part of the $74 million in real estate he bought in the Bahamas with money he stole from people. He is doing this whole thing with the T-shirt and the Toyota Corolla just to, to, in hopes that the media would fall for it and help him spread this, this lie that he's just a regular goofy kid, you know, trying to and, – and saving struggling companies? He was saving struggling – he was investing in struggling companies with other people's money. I hope these people who are suing Brady, I hope they sue this – Dummy, this what's her name? Kate Rooney, Mooney. 
what an idiot. And this other scummy, um, Andrew, what's his face? Sorkum. I mean, sitting there saying, oh, the Michael Jordan of crypto. Ew, yeah. You didn't have, there was no red flags going off that he, he did this. He built a $32 billion company in three years. And you think he was living in the Bahamas, you know, just cause he, he liked the weather. He was avoiding regulation and, and probably still hoping avoiding uh, getting uh, arrested and dragged back here to face charges. Just amazing. What this comment is so accurate. Yeah, that's so good by rich. They want him to be Elon Musk so bad. Elon Musk, by the way, there's a connection. This guy offered to invest in Twitter when Musk was making the purchase and Musk said, no, thanks. He didn't trust him. So Musk has better instincts than any of these reporters, quote unquote. They actually fall for this nonsense. Look at him. He's wearing gym shorts and a T-shirt and driving a Corolla with his 10 roommates and a gopher. I mean, a what is it? A golden doodle. Christ, this PR people, if he even has them, couldn't. That ugly girlfriend could have written, written this more uh, in his favor than these people. I, I Again, I don't know if they have any grounds, but all you people lost money in FTX. Check this out. Sue these scumbags, too. Don't just sue Brady and Steph Curry. Sue Kate Mooney or Rooney or whatever. Or sue the New York Times and Vox. They're the reason people trusted him. They painted this this image of just a goofy kid from MIT when he was stealing from old widows with both hands. Go ahead. Uh, We're going to get to his answer, which is just amazing to me. Look at this if you're watching along or listen to this if you're just doing audio. And tell me you would trust this snake for 10 seconds. Tell me you would trust him with with $10 of your money, let alone millions. Go ahead, play it. And freed outside of FTX's headquarters to talk about his role as the industry's lender of last resort. We only had a few days to make some of these decisions. What we basically came to believe was the following. The first was that, if possible, it would be extremely valuable to the ecosystem to backstop some of these places. First of all, it's just backstopping customers and making sure they're protected. But second of all, stopping contagion from spreading through the ecosystem, right? Stopping it from being the case that anyone who transitively did business with any chain of people who did business with one of the troubled assets themselves became troubled. And then the secondary goal um, was maybe there are good trades to do. Maybe there's an investment or acquisition that can be done at, you know, terms that we'd be excited about given the sort of need for capital right now. But that was usually not the standard we we're able to hold ourselves to. You know, in practice, the standard was, do we feel okay Real live about wire. this from a financial perspective? Like, I mean, I have no idea what he's talking about, but look <laughs> at him. Look at him. Uh, would you, if I say, I, I, I don't know, I'd rather I'd rather spend the money on <laughs> whatever. Uh, Anything, anything. Just, I'd rather get, I'd rather buy gold with William Devane. I'd rather buy Giza sheets from like Mike Mantel. I mean, this guy is a terrible salesman. If he didn't grease the palms of all these whores in the media and in politics, would he have ever been able to pull off this scam? They are co-conspirators. All right, let's get to uh, the celebrities. Tom Brady. Giselle Boone, this is from TMZ. Tom Brady, Giselle Boonston, and Steph Curry, plus the host of other huge name athletes and celebrities, have all been sued following the collapse of FTX, a popular crypto exchange that they all endorsed. The class action lawsuit was filed in a Florida federal court on Tuesday, just days after users 
of the FTX platform lost their shirts when the company suddenly collapsed and filed for bankruptcy. According to the lawsuit, Sam Bankman-Fried created a fraudulent cryptocurrency scheme designed to take advantage of unsophisticated investors from around the country. Attorneys in the lawsuit allege Bankman-Fried enlisted Brady, Bunchton, Curry, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, Udonis Haslund, David Ortiz, Trevor Lawrence, Shohei Otani, Naomi Osaka, Larry David, and Kevin O'Leary to help facilitate the scam. That is good. Go for it. These people are all involved. It's disgusting that they took his money. You're telling me Brady spent time with him or Steph Curry or Shaq and trusted him? Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence, too, is getting paid in crypto for this yeah, deal. I'm going to guess they all were. So they all probably lost, but they deserve it. Uh, so, so he, he he hired all these people, these celebrities. I, I guess he's smart. I'll give him that. He's smart. He bought off politicians. He paid off the media. He paid off celebrities. They created an image as he was stealing from everybody. They created the image that he was trying to do good for the world. And it worked. Here's your lesson, people. You can do it. You got enough money. Everyone has their price. You can hire the biggest celebrities, Tom Curry, Tom Brady and Steph Curry. You can pay off the biggest media outlets, the New York Times, CNBC, and they will carry your water. They will do your bidding and you can go ahead with your scam. But uh, let's not let these people off the hook. I'm sure we're going to move on at some point. He'll take a plea. He'll pay some restitution. He'll do some community service. He'll probably get six months and a halfway out in a home detention and we'll all move on. And that will be the biggest scandal that, that, that we've ever seen in the financial world world. And I'll say poor, poor, poor Bernie Madoff got life died in prison and he's still a fraction of what this scumbag stole. But all right, we got to move on before we get to our NFL picks. I want to do, just a quick update. We'll get it. We'll, we'll move quickly through this. I want to do uh, uh, any, any, uh, any weather reports that get start snowing in Buffalo yet. <laughs> I like, Six I like feet watching snow when it's happening in other places. Uh, they're going to get buried. Uh, if you missed it, one forecast has six feet of snow coming to Buffalo. Uh, all right, let's do, uh, let's do the quickly, the up to, an update on the Obama news story. We didn't get into this much last week, but it's hilarious. Uh, there was, uh, uh, last week, I believe, uh, Veterans Day, a, uh, a noose was found at the construction site of the Obama Presidential Center in Chicago. They halted construction. Here's the best part. Lakeside Allowance, the construction company building the $830 million center. Barack Obama, even by the best, even liberals admit, would be a mediocre president. I would say one of the worst presidents of my lifetime, just an absolute lightweight. Anyway, every president since FDR gets a library, a library. That's not not good enough for Obama. The the, the biggest narcissist ever to hold that office. He wants a shrine to him. They're going to spend when it's all said and done over a billion dollars building a shrine to Barack Obama. So if you've seen the aerial photograph, it's massive. It's like two city blocks. How they're going to fill it is beyond me. Do they have like all the scandals, the Fast and Furious and the IRS, lower, lowest learner scandal? Do they have him, his involvement in Russia Gate? They're going to have a whole room for that. Anyway, going to spend a billion dollars 
to him in Chicago, his fake hometown. Um, so they've got all these construction workers. It's under construction. It's massive. And someone found a rope with a loop in it. And immediately they go into everyone goes into the whole, you know, Jesse Smollett act. Oh, hate has no home here. They halt construction <laughs> on the, on a billion dollar project because someone found a rope. You can't see it, by the way. They have it in a bag, if you've seen the video. It's in a bag, and they carry it off. Like, you know, they just found a, you know, a human foot or something. They carry it off all nervously. Oh, somewhere around here is a, is a, a couple of MAGA guys, you know, who uh, <laughs> put a noose here. It's obviously, or not obviously, it's most likely just another hoax. Most likely means nothing. They stop construction. Now, here's, well, a couple, couple of quick reactions were, were funny. Uh, governor J.B. Pritzker, that morbidly obese slob that bought the governorship, hate has no place in Illinois. The noose is more than a symbol of racism. It's a heart-stopping reminder of the violence and terror inflicted on black Americans. No question. You, a, a noose is, but a rope with a loop in it found in the dirt. And, the, and all, the, all the liberals chimed in. And, oh, we can't do They can't have this. Oh, uh, we are horrified that this would occur on our site. The construction company Lakeside Allowance is offering $100,000 reward for information leading to the culprit. Again, two MAGA guys with hats saying this is MAGA country were seen running away. This is like in the same neighborhood as Jesse Smollett. And we're supposed to believe it. My favorite part, they're offering hundred grand for award. They haven't got any, any takers yet. And I just looked up quickly last weekend, five shot dead, 22 shot injured this year. So far in Chicago, 613 uh, people murdered in the city of Chicago, shot dead in the city of Chicago. Uh, You can go to the Chicago Sun-Times website and they have a rundown of each and every murder, the ages. There's, you know, lots of kids that have killed almost all young black guys murdered. Would you hear to guess? for how many of those murders and most of them are unsolved that they offered a hundred thousand dollar reward for the uh, killer. The answer to that would be zero, not one. They bunch of children, you know, five years old and you know, six years old, 15, I'm looking at around 15 year old. And these kids are murdered. They're, they're 17, 19, they're 15, seven. Akeem Briscoe shot October 26, killed Seven-year-old Akeem Briscoe, did Barack Obama or Alliance Construction or J.B. Pritzker offer $100,000 for the murder, for the killer of Akeem Briscoe? The answer is no. We're, we're, we're such a, just a backwards-ass, virtue-singling society now. We offer big rewards for somebody who put a loop in a knot, a, a loop in a rope, but not for someone who killed a seven-year-old kid. Shot at 8.22 p.m., on West Potomac Avenue in Humboldt Park. Yeah. Poor Akeem. We're moving on. We're trying to find eight years old. Jaden Hines died October 24th, just three days earlier, uh, on uh, South Roads Avenue in Douglas. An eight-year-old kid shot dead. Any reward? Nope. Nothing. J.B. Prisker's a billionaire. Does he offer a reward? Barack Obama's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Another grifter. Is he offered an award for the murder of J.D. Hines? Is D's, does he even know his name? Of course not. Of course not. But 
Anyway, they're still looking for the MAGA guy who left the loop and the rope in the loop. But they should uh, look into uh, Nigerian brothers. That usually is where it leads Nigerian to. Nigerian brothers. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not real. It's probably wasn't even probably not even a hoax. It's probably just a rope. Uh, and even if it were real, even if it was some racist and he threw a rope there, you stop construction on a billion dollar project and you offer a hundred grand to the guy who threw a rope on the ground in the dirt. 13-year-old, 18-year-old, 17-year-old, just just incredible. To, to more than, let's say, three murders a day. And not a three-year-old, Mateo Zastro, three-year-old Hispanic male died after being shot at 8.40 p.m. West Market Road in West Lawn. Three-year-old. No. Anyone, Barack Obama, know anything about Mateo Zastro? No. I quickly, before we get to our NFL picks, uh, Joe Biden got up. He, he got up from his nap. He's feeling better yesterday. I think he got up in a few ways. <laughs> and he made a little appearance with some other world leaders. They all had kind of that same uniform on. I guess they have a dress code. You all have to dress the same. They have that summery dressy look with white dress shirts and a white hat. And he's just kind of hanging around. This is in Bali still, right? Yeah. I believe so. Is, is he in Indonesia? I believe he is. And he's just walking around. And he is such a friggin' creep. Imagine what he thinks before the things he thinks of and doesn't act on, like the people he, he, he wants to touch and sniff. He sees a guy, and we don't get to see the guy because the camera's on Biden. And he didn't get to go in for a sniff like he really wanted to, but he sure did go in for a little squeeze. He just bizarrely takes a detour and decides to, I don't know, touch some stranger <laughs> in the middle of this big appearance with cameras all around him. Go ahead, play, play the creepy Joe making the moves on some muscular Russian guy in Indonesia. Go ahead. By the way, I very much worry about this guy's biceps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His biceps are big as my calves. Look at this. <laughs> there, there's a man. I hope we're on the same side. He's Russian. I don't care who he is. He's got some real biceps. We call them guns. What the hell? I mean, how many times do we have to say it? We have a... A, a disoriented old creep in the White House. I hope he's on our side. No, he's Russian. Oh, I don't care who he is. He's got great guns, biceps. Let me touch them. I'm sorry. Even if you want to do that, creepo, you don't act on it. <sighs> Let me start off with two words. Made in America. <laughs> Let me touch your biceps. A strange guy from Russia. Let me touch your biceps. Uh, you know what? That's what he likes about Zelensky. He likes the way he looks in that T-shirt. He just wants to touch his his guns. Let me touch your guns, you creep. All right, let's do Shay and then get to our NFL picks. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shay Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home You need to replace an old staircase in an old home. Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. 
They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. Hi, where is he? Where is uh, our man Montante? There he is. Nice Hello. cat, you friggin' What's Joan. Montante? <laughs> cool, the hip winter cap on. Oh, it's his Trump. I'm back. I'm back on the Trump train. You're off, Jerry. You're not allowed back on either. You stay on the Santas. I don't want you I'm on the I'm not coming anymore. back. I'm... No, stay off. Walk. Okay. Walk back. Good. Good. Well, we're, we're taking back the office in 24. I have it on good authority that uh, DeSantis will not be running. Yeah, we all know that. Was it the speech, the endless speech, with it, which I think is still going on? Is that is that what won you back? That speech. It, it is still going. Uh, Guinness Book World Records is going to call it the world record in 45 minutes. Is the longest speech ever recorded. Yeah. He's good. He's back. I'm back. Only uh, 720 more days of it before before the election. Uh, blame me. If he gets the nomination, I, I, I certainly would support him. I'm, anyone, whoever. All these whack jobs that came out of the woodwork again and started saying he's going to ruin democracy. All these people that hate him so much, I hate them even more. That's what's getting me back on the Trump train. If they just left him alone, I'd be like, I'm done with them as well. But fuck them. I'm back. Yeah, uh, give it about three days. He's going to tweet or post some really stupid stuff. He's going to start going after DeSantis again and Youngkin. And he's well, going to get- Is Youngkin a little Chinese sounding? Not really, but it's an interesting thing to tweet out. He took what? the name and made it his own thing. It's a whole new name that he made. Hey, yeah, that was, that was, that was a weird one. <laughs> he took a name script. and made it Chinese sounding. He's, he doesn't have the discipline to keep doing what he did the other night, to stick to the script and not go off on these crazy rants. But we'll see. And I, I'm telling you, there's nothing Trump offers that, that uh, DeSantis doesn't offer nothing. But anyway, uh, Joe Biden's going to turn 80 next week. That's going to be a fun day. How do you think? <laughs> it is um, funny to see. We have a senile 80-year-old for two yeah. more years. It's just going to be amazing. That walk he does is unmatched. When he's walking around in a little Chinese costume, he's all stiff and just it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. It looked like the only it was, thing, that, that that Mao clown suit looked like it was like stiff, like it was made out of he, plastic. He, he walks like when you're like, you ever seen the bat, old movies, whatever, like two kids in like the trench coat trying to get into an old, you know, you know PG-13 movie? That's what he walks like. It's unbelievable. He's on the shoulders the of a more, seven-year-old boy. Exactly, he might be. The only thing more embarrassing and you know, awkward and cringe I've seen, you guys see the video of uh, Rinky Dink or whatever the new guy in England is with uh, Trudeau talking to Zelensky? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was bad. I did Chilling. see that. Chilling. Oh, terrible. Speaking right, of terrible, Craig, let's get into our picks. Let's get to our picks. 4 no, baby. We don't have Buffalo, which is okay, because there's a real big variable coming. Six feet of snow coming to Buffalo as they host the Browns. That'll be a, that'll be a fun TV game uh, if they don't move it. But let's start tonight. Tennessee at Green Bay. Uh, it's going to be like 20 degrees there. I, I hate cold. Everything's cold now. Uh, Tennessee at Green Bay. Green Bay's favored by three, if I'm not mistaken. You're um, right. I got a stat for you, Montante. Oh, in games really under like 35 degrees, in his last 11 games under 35 degrees, Aaron Rodgers is 10-1. and one. I'm, going with the, I'm going with the guy who knows how to play in the cold. I don't care if, if Derrick Henry is going to be uh, – 
That's a stat. Uh, he's going to carry the ball 30 times. I'm going with the, with the home team. I'm on YouTube. Hopefully, uh, we're only two of three of us are on this one. Uh, Packers, that's a great, great weather stat, Jerry. That's a great one. Good for you. Yeah. Um, Packers, 6-1-1, one, and one, last eight Thursday night football games against the spread. And the Packers are 12-5, and five, the last 17 games against the spread versus teams with a winning record. Aaron Rodgers, minus three versus Tannehill, plus three. Are you kidding me? Give me the pack. Go, pack, go, minus three, plus the weather stat. Easy game. We'll start off this week with an easy winner. Yeah, you're, you're going to hate me for agreeing with you, you. But I mean, fuck off, dude. I mean, it's such an easy pick. Derrick Henry's going to well, get hurt in the first quarter because he's going to be cold. It's going to be bad. We'll see. Uh, we're all in on the Packers. Next, New, New York Jets at the Patriots. That'll be another cold one. Mine, Patriots are favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. That New England has beaten the Jets 13 straight times. Um, how about this one for you, Montante? Since 2001, I'm not Bill, like this Belichick, one. Bill Belichick <laughs> against QBs in their first or second year, 53 and 5. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. <laughs> and also, Owen Wilson, Zach Wilson sucks. He's 0 3 with seven picks against the Patriots in the first meeting. He had perhaps the worst game by a quarterback mm-hmm. all year in the NFL. He can't handle playing against Belichick's defense, particularly on the road. Patriots win this easily. Easily. And it's off a bye. Don't forget that. Suck. I got. <laughs> yeah. About, what about the Jets fan? Where's he going on this one? Fuck both of you guys. Um, fuck Dunkin' Donuts. Fuck New England. <laughs> I'm back with my heart here. The Jets win this game outright. I don't even want the points. This is a Jet game. All all good trends come to an end. It comes to an end this Sunday. The Jets will win the NFC East, and it starts this Sunday. Oh. I'm on the Jets. The Jets big. Listen Man, to you were guy. doing so good not betting with your heart this whole season, and then this I comes know. out. I'm, well, I, I couldn't avoid it here. Listen to the guy who relies always, almost always on trends, saying his analysis for this one is fuck the trends. <laughs> yes. yes, correct. <laughs> You're right. right. This, man, the whole country is going to be riveted to this one. Detroit at the Giants. Um, you know what? The Giants are, are, are good this year. They, 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 their coach is uh, setting the right tone. Uh, I think he dressed them down after a win last week, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in cold, wintry day, Saquon Barkley against the crappy Lions defense. I'm going with the Jints. Yep. Uh, it's a dome team coming outside where it's cold, where it's probably going to be snowing. They're going to get smoked. And and you know what? Just looking at the Lions, how do you pick the Lions? They're just one of those loser teams. Yeah, them, the Jets, it's, you know, it's, it's all the same. And I'm back on the analytics train. I'm back on the trends. <laughs> How about this for a stat? The Giants last week, I upgrade them from a team that's okay, that's overachieving, to a certified good team. They're really that's good. That's a stat. That's a real one. They're Giants good. minus three. I don't like that we're all on it, but this is easy. The Giants uh, are going up against the 27th best rushing defense. Saquon's going to touch the ball 76 times. Giants cover this number. They cover it easy. Did you see the new nickname they have for Daniel Jones in New York? You're vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. <laughs> vanilla Vic. Because he's uh, is that racial? Is that racially fine? <laughs> I feel, I feel it's a, it's about a white guy. You can say anything oh, about a white guy. Yeah. And it's, and it's positive. It's it's positive. It's he's been able to run the ball. You know what? No, 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 Jerry. He kills uh, pit bulls in his spare time. Actually, that's why they call him that. <laughs> Jesus. Good one, Ironhead. I'll tell you what. I've only been listening 15 minutes. Craig's made you laugh like five times. This might be Craig's best. Uh, Best episode yet. You think it was best performance yet? Wow. No, Jerry just doesn't listen to me when I talk. That's saying something. Uh, <laughs> Not just you. 
That's not a very high bar. <laughs> Dallas at Minnesota. Dallas is favored. Is that right? One and a half. You're right. Do you want me Dallas to go first? Going against going on the road, playing the nine and one uh, Vikings, and they're favored. Yeah, Minnesota by three touchdowns over yes! lock. You just proved it's my over. point. Thank you very much, Craig. Thank you, dude. You can't you can't bet against the eyebrows in the booth. You see that guy? Kirk, Sounds Kirk good. Has, go ahead. No, no, Craig. I think me and Jerry are like. I think Jerry's starting to see rat lines. You can't yet. That's why you're fucking terrible. What do you think's gonna happen here, Jerry? Uh, Kirk Cousins is two and eight versus Dallas. Does that matter? Yeah, the trend. Oh, yeah. It's time. We're all about fuck the trends. Remember, get rid of it. I was blown away by by Kirk Cousins, uh, mo- mostly by Justin Jefferson last week. I mean, they Ooh, every game is the best. Close. Every game goes down to the wire. They know how to play in these clutch situations. Cousins knows how to just throw it near Jefferson and let him do the work. That's all and you really need to do. They believe those Vikings, and they're underdogs at home. So I'm. I, I got to go with the Vikings. Oh, Jerry, you're so close to be to reading lines, and then you just pivot at the last second. Uh, that's a loss. Um, so you guys are taking the cheese here. You guys are taking the cheese. A lot of people are going to take the cheese. The Vikings are good. They are a good team. Dallas has been eh. They've been underachieving. This is such a rat line. I, this is my favorite game of the year. Take out a mortgage. Call up your cousin, who has a lot of money. Respect, you know, ask responsibly. For, ask for a Venmo. Do this responsibly, but bet everything you have. This is the easiest game of the season. Jerry, I now, also I want to point out okay, that me and you have the I'm, exact same four picks. Are you sure? You- I'm, <laughs> I'm officially changing my pick, and I'll tell you why. I, I don't want to – that would be four home games, home teams. I don't want to do that. I'm going to listen to Montante and see me. You know what? I'm going to bet on this one. I'm going to call my bookie right now. You guaranteed me the Cowboys would go on the road and beat the nine and one. Is that what they are? Nine and one Vikings. Nine and one. Yep. Nine and one Vikings. You guaranteed me. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yep. I'm not going Jerry, to go. With you're, you're, you're complaining about how cold it is, how much you hate it. Look up a house you like in Florida. All right. See how much it is. Put that exact amount on this game and you get a free house. How's that for financial advice? You're welcome. Vikings by 14. No more than you need to know. Fuck, oh, that, I'm, fuck I'm the that. Cowboys. They screwed a, me last week. I'm I'm out on them. That's why that I picked a Sunday the Vikings. night or Monday night. Which one is that? Because I'm I'm gonna be into that now that I am you know on your side, Montante. Oh, that should be a primetime game, right? That's not a primetime game. It's not. Sure. No, it should be. Uh four twenty off. Oh, fuck. It's a the four o'clock game. It's going to be on Fox. Cool. I'm into it. That's going to be fun. All right. We'll all be snowed in, frozen, sitting in, watching Red Zone. It's going to be a good football weekend. Well, I had my first moment where Elon Musk is kind of confusing me with all those blue check marks. I saw the tweet from a verified account. Like, it's going to snow six feet in Buffalo. And I was like, oh, some some joker here with a paid for blue check mark. I can't believe that's real. I just saw it. I said on uh, Fox News, my girl Janice Steen has one model showing six feet of snow. I think mostly people are saying three to four. So maybe it's one of those deals where you get three feet and you say, oh, we dodged. wasn't so bad. Could have been worse, but it's going to yeah. be miserable. And, and they're talking games- about moving the Bills game. No, no, no. You got to play that game. And those games are great on TV where you're kind of squinting, just try to see something. And you can't see anything. <laughs> it's fantastic. Those games are very nostalgic. So. All right, gentlemen, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, keep the good things going. All right, thanks, Montante. Those are our NFL picks. Uh, who is uh, Montante in first place, and I'm in second. I know you're in the cellar. but uh, I'm in the cellar, and Montante like, hasn't lost yet. 
So this is going to be a bad week yeah, for so, him. So Montante, I'm going, you know what? Yeah, we'll see what happens, Dallas at Minnesota, because I was with you. I, I was very impressed with the Vikings last week. They're at home. They're rolling. Justin Jefferson's the best player in the NFL, but he convinced me. Cowboys, it's a, it's a sucker. You, you made the sucker bet. I'm going with the Cowboys. Yeah, you heard him. He's going to need to get a second job after he puts all his money on the fucking Cowboys. You'll see. You just said he was kicking ass this season, so we'll see. Yeah, we will see how it goes. The, Jets, the Jets have ruined his brain. Uh, that's my best bet of the week of the year. It's the Patriots host. I, I can't tell you how how bad, how, how awful uh, Zach Wilson looked. Well, um, my respect for him just w- was gone after that last Patriots game. He gets out of the pocket. He's thrown on the run. He looks terrible. He doesn't even know how to throw it away. He stinks. Belichick will eat him alive again at home. The Jets, the Patriots will win that easily. You agreed, right? Yeah. I, I mean, the bye week alone with Belichick and the Jets and Zach Wilson, right. he stinks. Zach Wilson right. stinks. He is terrible. But anyway, we shall see. We'll all be uh, in on a cold on a cold fall weekend. Maybe some of us will be snowed in watching football. That doesn't sound bad to me. But we'll leave it there, Ironhead. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening and commenting. Did I miss any uh, good comments? Any good? Uh, any good wisecracks? I was popping them up. The people are uh, just getting into their football teams. Hopefully we help people understand the uh, FTX scandal a little better and why, why this scumbag is going to get off really easy. That's the key. That's the, uh, um, that's the, the the lesson learned kids. If you're going to steal from people, rob people, build people, hoax people, fraud you need to grease the right palms. Pay off the media, pay off the Democrats, pay off the celebrities, and watch the and watch the money come rolling in. Uh, he 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 tried, man. He tried to pull this off. He raised billions. He stole billions. Now we'll see if justice is done. I have my doubts. You know, he's just a regular with a T-shirt and a Toyota Corolla living with his friends and his dog. You know, he's just a weird, eccentric genius. He's a crook. He's a thief. He should die in prison. I just, I have my doubts if justice is ever going to be done here. But we shall see. We'll leave it there. Hey, tomorrow, you want to join us again? You got to sign up. Callahan.locals.com. Callahan.locals.com. Join our locals community. We hang out every Friday. We will do it tomorrow, but that'll do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan, and this is the Callahan Show, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow only on locals. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.